One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League. These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. Uh, welcome into Amon Teammate here, John Audius, man. John, how you doing? Hey, what's hey, going what's on? What's going on, man? Man, doing good. Uh, so sorry for the late start here, everyone. We had a little, little technical difficulties dealing with audio issues. As I want to say, as usual, but trying to get things right. I'm back in the Green Bay studio, so I'm back home in Green Bay right now for a couple more days. Then I'm headed uh, doing some. Uh, I'm doing some traveling around. I say United States, John. I'm headed out to Fredericks, Fredericksburg, Virginia. For the UEL championships, world championships for the UEL league that I'm a part of, helping uh, shout casting out there with my man Lockdown. A uh, shout out to Titus Walker, the CEO, founder of the UEL. So we got a lot of fun stuff going on out there. And then back home, back to Lincoln, to my second home, John, in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, and starting my teaching uh, intro to esports starting on Monday uh, at 3:20, 3:30 to 6:20. Excuse me, 3:20. 3.30 to 6.30. Uh, 3.30 to 6.20. Let me get that out right. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, so got that going, man. And uh, got a chance to get back down. I say where we're going for my – I got so much going on here. Otherwise, <laughs> it's crazy. So I went down to visit um, a family, close family friend and nephew. And it was his birthday. He's a little guy. He turned four. And it was cool. It was a uh, – I was able to catch up with my granddaughter. She was with us, my wife and friends. And they did a – we did a – giraffe party so it had petting we we're petting giraffes at this um, location in the houston area that has four giraffes on site and it's like a i think it's a like a health club slash tennis club it's a lot of interesting things going on there but they have four giraffes and <laughs> african giraffes one is actually due um she's pregnant and she hasn't gave birth yet but was walking around you could tell because she was Always, oh, she stayed. She stayed out of the sun. Being in Texas, it was warm, so it was it was really cool. My granddaughter, the four, uh, my nephew uh, Khalil, had the chance to feed the giraffe lettuce. And lettuce to giraffes is like candy for us. So I was like, oh, it's a, it's a treat. I was like, nice. So this was it was really cool. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's what I've been up to, John. What about yourself? Oh, I mean, turn audio. Sorry, got your audio off there. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I've been, no, I've been, been fine, fine, but, but, um, so there's a, there's giraffe? a giraffe, there are, there are giraffes at, at, w- at, this at this location. location? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like a health club in the middle of Houston, Texas. And with giraffes? With giraffes? Yeah. And I was like, I thought we were going to the zoo. They said, she said, no, my good friend said, no, we're doing it at the, the tennis place or the, where you worked out that one time. I'm like, really? I'm like, I they got giraffes on site, but yeah. Um, thank God is in Houston because obviously the weather, because they're African um, giraffes, they obviously they prosper. They live in the heat, obviously being from the continent of Africa. So being in Houston, Texas, similar weather, similar climate, they can come and be in captivity and able to uh, live and thrive. 
Well, now you well, know. Now you know the Last of Us, the Last of Us, real life, and real life, and mushroom invade people. Invade people. You'll know where to go to know where to go to find the giraffes. Seen in the final. Right. Yeah, you're right. In the season finale. Yeah. 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 Even I didn't even think about. I got so much going. I even put two and two together. But I'm like, you're right. We're gonna talk about that at the end of the podcast today. And it was that one scene with Ellie and Joel, um, where a little bit of normalcy. Going on in a in in a movie or in a series like that, and which you know, the next scene is going to be somebody dying. <laughs> you, know, you, have, <laughs> you have that scene going all nice and cool. They're hanging out, and all of a sudden, yeah. boom. Yeah. Or I actually I watched the uh, Hangover Three just recently, and remember the scene with Jeff Gal- Galapagos riding driving in the car with the giraffe, and the unfortunate incident happens with the giraffe. So I've seen giraffes in so many different ways in the last three days. I'll say that. <laughs> oh man here so so you didn't finish what you were what you've been up to man oh oh um, um nothing than that, nothing uh, than that uh, other uh, than uh, other than keeping track keeping of where track of Rogers, Rogers is going, is going and, and forgetting, forgetting to talk about Dane scoring, scoring 71, 71 points a couple of weeks ago, ago. yes it's in it's insane. Insane. I mean, I mean, had, had had one one in a single uh, game but game but i've been into i've been in madness madness by the way by the way your best way to bet on bet on ball is bet online one source for all your sports betting needs this season i was gonna find the latest odds team matchup player game trends game bet online and as you're continuing to continue all sports for all sports information but online that online my betting my betting free contest all season long season long it's the fastest and easiest and easiest way to beat to bet rather all rather all your favorite sports events events including NBA, NBA uh, March Madness, March everything. Madness, everything. Online, bet online, bet online. To join, join, fifty percent welcome bonus, bonus, bonus deposit. Make sure to make sure to use promo code receive the rewards. rewards. Bet online, bet online. Where the game starts. Yeah, and so yeah, talking about the NBA and Dame, the Dame Dime, hitting them three pointers and all the points he had. What was the last like? KD did something. What he's been in the last couple years? He's been over fifty, hasn't he? Probably, probably. Yeah. And I'm watching, so I've been watching Mark Madness, like you mentioned. I'm doing the same thing, March Madness, NBA for the playoff pushes. We got Lakers trying to get, you know, stay alive, but their season has been up and down. And I noticed something in both the NBA and college level of basketball. I'm like, for one, there's no, well, I say more defense in college than pro. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. no defense in the pro. I watched the game, it was what, Philly, and I think might have been the Bucks or the Phoenix Suns. Where it was one seventy five to one seventy three, I'm like, where's the defense, man? <laughs> There's nobody driving to the paint trying to dunk on anybody no more. Oh man, it's like wow. I'm like, they're, they're dribble driving to do a step back to shoot the three from half court. I'm like, this has been interesting watching. I was like, I'm not even a pro, former pro basketball player. I just wonder what talking to a pro basketball player what they would think about the game today in terms of. The actual shooting of the three pointer, which is a lot more shooting of that. It's like the passing game in football. It's like more passing than than running the ball. Um, so I just thought that I'm like, there's no defense, and there's a lot of three point shooters in the NBA now that are highly accurate. College basketball too. So interesting. well, I've always well, said I've always said that, that uh, I would love, I would love each, team each team once a once year, year to give to give their, their superstar, superstar 40 to 50, 40 to 50 shots. shots. 
There's 82, mm. There's 82 games, guys take games off, games games off time. all the time. Why not just, why not just have one special special game right. out of 82, out of 82 where you just say, you're taking 45 shots. Curry, you're taking 45 shots. Whoever that star is on your team, you're taking 45 shots. You know what's going to happen? You're going to have a lot more of these exciting, exciting, pointy points or whatever. Come on, I pulled up a list of single game records. Obviously, obviously, Will, Kobe at 81 and 2. But the year, 1662. 2006, 2006, 61, 61, 62, 72, 72, 72 60, 94, 94, and then you've got, got this, 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 this Dame Lillard and Dame Lillard and Mitchell It's weird how basketball all of a sudden now just has all these guys taking all these shots. Right, and I say for one, those <laughs> players, obviously really good players, but for a defender um, or for a coach, I think for a coach, it's probably frustrating as you all get out because the players cannot sh- – play defense um i i just is for me it's like wow like there's there's no defense there's no stopping of somebody shooting threes because they try to play you know man press try not to get the foul but there's guys that can do that and i've seen him uh what's his name over in uh in ba- in boston he's a really good defender i think he got defensive player of the year a few times Marcus smart yeah Mar- Marcus smart yep there you go um so a guy like that you have your Marcus smart type players that basically, like, you know what? I'm not going to score. I'll just defend the guy. I mean, mm-hmm. but I can shoot from uh, on occasion. Right. And so uh, those those players are very few and far between because everybody wants to shoot the three. Well, bottom line, and I know we got some news to get to uh, in the video gaming, in the gaming world, but yep. the bottom line for me, like I just start, I seen all these numbers of 71 and 70 and Devin Booker a few years back had 70. And I'm like, what would Jordan be doing in 2020, 21, 22, 23? Dominate multiple games of 70 points or more he would he would it would 70 80 points would be i say commonplace four times a year for michael jordan four times a year against you know a team lacking in defense be it the worst team in in certain in all the divisions you know around the nba when they play that team he would drop 85 80 82 he scored 69 in 1990 in a game Totally different game. Yeah, sixty three is Ricky year against the Boston Celtics. Yeah, in the playoff game. <laughs> Crazy. So yeah, it, it, those players, him, and that was uh, in the eighties. Who, who else? Larry Bird. You know, we we Dude, he's Larry Bird. Shooter. Larry Bird. If Larry Bird was healthy and he was a rookie and just starting his career, he would dominate the league. Because he wouldn't be taking three three pointers a game or whatever his career <laughs> average is, right. he'd be taking three a quarter, easy if not more. Nah, it would be it would be he, definitely he would dominant. be scoring his scoring average would rise dramatically, and he would be a oh my god, Larry Bird would be like Steph Curry, only yeah. like able yeah. to do more things. Yep, for sure. So it looked like we got the audio issue. We had a little echoing, I think, of John and and I. So it looked like that is fixed. So let's get over to quick hitting news bites here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do that. Let me get right. the, the screen set up here. And uh, I know I mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, my wife is coming on board and to talk. She <laughs> yeah. will, but she okay. got held up at the doc- doctor's office. So you could blame, blame the doctors for this. So for sure. as soon as she gets in, I'm going to try to walk, you know, just get her checked right into here. So let me get over to where we get the, there it is. At least some over. games. Or I'm sorry, let's. Uh, almost, almost. Oh, sorry, I was in the wrong segment. <laughs> That's all good. We got quick hitting news bites here. John, here we're gonna start with yours here. What you got here with Epic, man? 
I mean, we've heard about Epic and kind of its practices before uh, about having to issue refunds, but Fortnite developer, this is from GameInformer.com. Epic Games has been ordered to pay $245 million. Another way to look at that is a quarter of a billion dollars, wow, if you want it yes. to sound even more impactful, mm -hmm. in refunds to players by the FTC. So uh, they say that Fortnite utilized a confusing button configuration in in-game to essentially trick players into making unwanted purchases. As a result, Epic Games must issue refunds to some Fortnite players. Once again, that total... $245 million. $245 million right there. Man. That's insane to think about that a company has to pay a quarter of a billion dollars because they made their their platform, they made the way that you interact with them basically so right. confusing that that the FTC is like, hey, in a way, you're kind of just like taking money from people. <laughs> that sounds like my uh, timeshare uh that i have with wyndham yeah. they, they've basically done that to me they've confused me and my wife yeah. on on trips to haggle us into more stuff that we don't want that then we're they just paying take your money. The they're basically for. just taking your money right yeah they're because they're, they're making it sound good they're making it look good you know they make it say oh if you buy this this is all you got to pay for that and i'm like that sounds pretty good but i'm not sure i'm so i'm gonna just let me think about it. no you got to do it right now you know, you got to You can't wait. You got to do this now. I'm like, I don't I wait then. I'm not going to do it. No. And it's to keep enticing you, enticing you. So so um, so if you were, by the way, listening to this podcast and one of those players who that you felt got tricked into spending money, you didn't want to this Game Informer website. There's a link there at the bottom where it says you can visit this site to claim a refund. Basically, parents whose children made an unauthorized credit card purchase uh, between 17 January of 17, November of 2018. And Fortnite players who were charged in-game currency for unwanted right in-game items between 17 and 2022. So basically, just click on that at the bottom of the Game Informer route right, right there where Amon has. And you yeah, can, you could click here and yeah. take you there for your refund. Yeah. Crazy. Um, right. What do you got, Amon? Oh, man. That mean, for that, I mean, I, I mean, just for comments on that before, like I said, this, I say for the kids, you got, for, for the parents, you got to put that parental um, settings Go in there. Don't be afraid to put that up. If you don't know, ask somebody. Uh, you could Google it. You could go to YouTube and they tell you how to put parental settings on every game or the system on console, you know, on the Xbox or the PlayStation. They have that um, yeah. in the Epic, I say game server or client, Epic client you could log into. They have parental settings. And most of the video game platforms from Steam to um, Riot, they all have that. NPCs, you have you could set it up certain ways. I mean, if you're a PC person, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, like I said, go to YouTube, look it up. If not, call a friend, family member. Hey, send me a message in my DM me on Instagram. <laughs> I'll, I'll walk you through the process. It's not hard, but you definitely got to do that because you don't want to uh, say. Remember a few years ago, John, we we talked about a kid in Fortnite charging five grand to yeah, the mom and pop's like credit card. So. It's been going on a long time. Um, along so Fort uh, Epic, along with Wyndham Timeshares. Hey, y'all need to get your act together <laughs> and start helping customers and not trying to break them. Not, a, <laughs> not trying to break them. Um, I saw this man a couple of weeks ago. So my my news hitting bites here, uh, John. Here last weekend. I'm sorry. Or two weeks ago, three weeks ago now. Almost actually, take that back. A month ago, they showed the first trailer of the tetris movie i didn't i didn't know it was a trailer even or even a movie being developed 
I was like on Tetris. Yeah, of Tetris. So this was on my birthday. Is so it, it like first? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. first trailer of for <laughs> no, those all good for the trailer movie shows off the wild story behind the hit game, and I'm like, oh my god, it's cool. I mean, George was it um, Edgerton, uh, Hank, or uh, Tyron Edgerton, who's been in a lot of good movies recently. Um, young actor. He's a uh, but he's been in that spy series. Um, a lot. So it says nearby, nearly everyone has played or seen someone play Tetris. And so the puzzle blocking game. And so it's one of the best selling games and the most popular video games ever made. But while everyone might not know of Tetris, I expect most people don't know about the wild story. So yeah, watching the video and I'm gonna play it here in a second. Um, just knowing that Tetris had a interesting story behind it to become, you know, one of the best sounds because it's a simple game. You know, you the blocks drop down and you stack them, make sure you clear, you know, get them all even line, boom, you clear a line. And mm -hmm. to know, you know, that for one, they're making a movie is I'm super excited because this is one of my favorite. This is a game I I play now to de-stress, basically. <laughs> when I want to de-stress from my day, because it's simple thinking, you know, you go into it and uh you have fun with it. So let me pull up the video now. I believe I still have it up. I see it's at the bottom right here. Oh, here we go, right here. Boom. Get it going, playing. Turn the audio on. Let's make it happen. There we go. Let that run. I can't, I can't hear, hear that. that. You can't hear it? No. No. All right. Let me put the closed captions on there. Uh, uh, it looks, it looks like, like it's muted, muted on, on the, the YouTube, YouTube link. link. Okay. Got it. So I have to, un I have to mute it or unmute it? If you mute it, if it's unmuted, it's duplicating his voice. If you mute it, his voice goes away. So we can't have audio on Got it. It looks, looks great, great without sound. I'm trying to understand. <laughs> so if I mute, I can't mute it though. Got it. Okay. So I'll let it run. Go close captioning there. Yeah. Um, so Tehran Edgerton, uh, Nikita, and Fran. I know I'm destroying that name. Uh, Toby yeah. Jones is coming out soon. And I'm super excited about this movie because it's one of, like I said, it's one of my games that I play to get detached for a second. You know, we all have something to do. Some is, you know, more, uh, I say, risque. And, uh oh, uh oh. Okay, we got audio adjustments going on here. Okay. But yeah, I'm super excited about the uh, Tetris preview movie coming out on Apple Plus. Apple Plus is doing a lot of big things. They have the one series too. Um, what was it? Uh, Mystic Quest. That's a TV series about game developers working at a game company, a, game, a very successful gaming company there. So um, so they've been hitting it pretty pretty well in terms of the video games, the the generation that is in that that time realm is, is us, John. We mm -hmm. grew up with Nintendo. We grew up with Sega Genesis. We grew up with um, ColecoVision and then and then so on and so forth with PlayStation, early PlayStations and early Xboxes. But seeing this story and to have uh, A-list actors playing out um, a game story where people are now, you know, a little older than us is like, oh, this is what they're talking about now. You know, so to see something like this come out and it's on Apple Plus that obviously I know a lot of people are on uh they're watching movies they're watching series and so to see this pop up um to have uh like i said the a-list actors represent representing the 
the people who developed a game that I had no idea that they had obviously a struggle. I figured there was some type of um, a bump in the road for every company, you know, in the beginning because everybody doesn't be, don't believe in the uh, what you're selling sometimes when you're selling it. But then to have this come out, so I'm super excited about this to come out here, and I think later, yeah, I say in a month, in another month or two, so. It's so funny. There are so many games being made into television series and or movies, and they are all done in different ways. The Last of Us is telling the story of the video game because that's mm -hmm. the main part of it. Super Mario Brothers is just like, hey, we're going to throw together whatever storyline we can with the graphics of the game itself. And when you said there's a Tetris movie, I'm thinking, what what are we is it like super mario brothers like is it like like are you in the game kind of like the uh there's a there's a cartoon for kids that they kind of get inside of a phone or something like yeah. how are they doing this and it's just basically the story of tetris which is great because those type of movies i think um you know you, you learn something along the way right that you may not have previously known so i think this looks fun i think this looks interesting and it's on apple tv and i'm definitely going to check it out and uh, I need to start playing more Tetris because it is a relaxing. It's kind of funny. Sometimes your your brain just needs to be like, put the block, make the block fit. That's it. You know? I, don't, I just want to do two things. Yeah. Make the block fit and then move it around to make it fit. That's it. Sometime. That's it. That's what yeah. I've been. I downloaded it on my Xbox a few weeks ago and I was like, oh, this feels so good to play. And, it's and such then a last great night game. I downloaded I downloaded it on my Nintendo Switch because I'm back home in Green Bay and I'm like, I didn't have nothing plugged in. So I was like, I got my Switch. Let me download this real quick. And I, sure, I played a couple rounds of it last night. So um, <clears throat> so coming up, and we're talking about video games and movies turned into video games. So let's get back to, we got a game, like I said, game and series we're talking about, Last of Us. So Neil Druckmann, who won't say, so who is the writer and, and the showrunner for um, Last of Us that is on HBO Max. So in the title line here from Kotaku, or actually from Games Radar, Neil Druckmann won't say if Last of Us is Naughty Dog's next game, but the decision's already been made. So with that um, not so clear line right there. <laughs> so Neil Druckmann, as I mentioned, he is one the person who basically helped develop the storyline, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, behind Last of Us in the first move, first game, second game, and then now potentially the talk of a third game coming out. So he's if you get into the article, I read it a little bit here and He's pretty much going into the fact that he's like, look, we're working on a new game. So Naughty, he works at Naughty Dog. He works along with them or at Naughty Dog. And he's basically saying, we do have a game that we're working on. And so with the new series coming out, all the fans out there just assume that the new game is mm -hmm. Last of Us Part 3, obviously. So he's basically putting, you know, uh, a line out there saying, look, yes, we have a new game coming out, but just letting you know it may not be what you think it is. You know, it may not be, he's not saying Last of Us, but it may not be that game. And so, for I say from an NDA standpoint and development standpoint, he probably has those rules, those guidelines to stick behind too. And then also, the good part of uh, production of from movies to video games, you can put something out like this to kind of test the waters to see what the fans want. And right now, I know from a fan point of view, you know, you could, like I said, you go read this article at Games Radar. From a fan point of view, you could gauge it if you're nil, if you're any of the per people behind developing a new game for Last of Us Part Three or any game in, that they're a part of. That that game 
it's going to be a one-it game because the fans obviously want another Last of Us because of the series being out and the series doing this job, knocking it out the park. I knew right away when this game was in development for production on if it was going to be a movie or a TV series that it was going to knock it out the block because or knock it out the park because playing the game for every person I know that's played Last of Us Part One, um, played Last of Us Part Two, they are. It is like talking about a close friend that you lost or people that you care about it because the characters are so um, you could connect with them so easily. Even though we haven't been, we've been in a pandemic now as of now, but when the, when the games came out um, before uh, Part Two came out. We were in them. I think we we're just in the middle of pandemic when I, I think I played Last of Us Part Two then. And so you have some relation to how that feeling feels to be in a pandemic, not a zombie pandemic. We're in a, um, a viral pandemic, but no one knows what that feels like now, knowing how to be isolated, knowing that you got to go. You can't go certain places or you have to travel, you know, by yourself or masked up. So we've been down that road as a as a. Um, I say as a world, as country, we lost John here. Hopefully he come back and he could get his. I know he I got, a, you got me. Yeah, I got you. Oh, no picture, but I see. I hear you. Um, okay. So, so, yeah, this uh, this article here talks about Neil and, you know, the the demands of the consumer out there. And he's just just saying, hey, you know, I say one line here that says <laughs> that's this says that's the fire is that that's the fire. Then that's has to come uh, has to sustain over four years to come. So if you pick the wrong project. So he's talking about building out projects and he gave some, uh, a good hello. Actually, I mean, go back and start with this article at the start because he actually gives some good advice. If you're going to be a writer or if you're developing uh, a game movie or even a project. So in his interview with uh, kind of funny drug may explain at some length that he feels passion should di- dictate which project to tackle next. In other words, Naughty Dog is not going to make a game it wants to make, even if it isn't mm. the thing the fans are asking for. So specifically, he said, often hears from fans who want Last of Us 3, but don't, but didn't confirm it whether the potential sequel is in the work. So that's the fire that has to sustain. So this is the comment that Neil gives to sustain for years to come. And if you pick the wrong project and then you burn out on that idea because you, you weren't that passionate about it in, two years or four years into the project, then you're, you're screwed. Um, mm. I think that's how, you know, I think that's a, that's, this is more Neil saying, I think that's how you make mediocre, uh, uh, I say projects. If you lose your excitement for it. So I definitely agree with that comment right there. And it's a tip right there for anybody building something <clears throat> on your own. If you're passionate about it, then you're going to put all, you're going to put all your cars in it. You're going to work hard for it. You're going to wake up for it and get it, get things done that you need to get done um, for that. So that kind of, you know, puts a, I say puts for me, puts a bow on it. So that whatever they working on next, it, it's not last of three. And maybe if it is, he's going to put whatever he's working on, he's going to make sure his whole heart, body, and soul is into it to make it a good project. Like he's done here with the series that's been on uh, HBO max. This, this last past nine episodes, John. All right. So this is a lot to unpack from this. I think yeah. that quote you just talked about, that's the fire that has to sustain for years mm-hmm. to come. And if you pick the wrong project, then you it's burn big out quote, big quote right there. That tells me that the last of us part three isn't coming anytime soon. True. That to me says potentially that to me is, it sounds like to me, he's saying, if I'm doing this, this, this has to be great. And if it's not great, what's the point? And if I don't love it either, if I don't love it, 
And the only way it's great is if you love doing it. And if you have a passion and that moment to do it, it's the only way it's going to be great. Otherwise, it's just going to be fine. And I'm sure he doesn't want to do that to that series. Now, will there be a Last of Us Part 3? Come on. Of course. Of course. There's too much money at this point (laughs) for for, to, to not to not pursue that at some point down the road. There's just way too much. I mean, we I keep bringing this storyline up every so often. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, right? And how much money it made in the first few days. It right. made a billion dollars in revenue in 10 days. Just the game. Just, Just the, the game. game. Right. There will be a Last of Us Part 3. Yes. When it is, I don't know. Now, the difference right between those two games, correct me if I'm wrong, Amon, mm. is, is one is, when I'm talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, correct. that is more, um, it's you already know what you're in store for. You're, you're shooting people and you, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's simple. Yeah, and this, there's, there's a multiplayer to that game. So there is a RPG part of it. There's a story to it, a campaign, as they call them. But, but no one talks a multiplayer. about that, do they? <laughs> What's that? No one talks about the storyline. Exactly. Right? For Call of Duty, right. For Call Nobody of Duty. talks about that storyline, right. And But, right. but for near, uh, I'm just you know defining everything for Last of Us. There's the, it's just the storyline. And potentially later, there may be a multiplayer in part three. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. That's the, but, that's the but, conversation. But that's exactly, that's the biggest difference is in order for the last of us part three to be good and generate tons of money, the story has to be uh, above everything else, you know, superb, right? It has to have the same quality of the first two games. And that is something I think that is much more difficult to do than just saying, Hey, our bread and butter is people meeting up online and shooting each other. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like there's not a lot of storyline behind that. No, no, um, it's uh, it's the Call of Duty League. You know that's what that's what led to that. You know they're making uh, the same game everywhere, and then having competition built off of that. And that's where um, Activision is making their 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 money right now and doing a great job at it. Er says here in the chat, there has to be an 8K remake before we get Last of Us Part Three. So you mean graphics wise, or like like because I know it's what 4K now. What TVs are 4K now, John? Yeah, and everything. So I think that's what he's talking. He's referring to is 8K quality uh, HDMI. Yep, there you go. Um, why TVs, is there have, I don't, I, Can can or explain why why does why does he feel that way? Why does there have to be an 8K remake before we get part three? Just Great question. To, are you just saying that they're they just constantly have these opportunities to get more revenue through remakes, or I guess yeah, I'm not following. Yeah, what's the what's the feedback? Great question there, John. Oh, I'd love to know because Eeyore, yeah, Eeyore's great. So let me know, Eeyore. Yep. I think that's uh oh, that's it for but a- but my bottom line, there will be a video, there will be a Last of Us Part Three. I, I but that article you had makes it sound like n- not not the near future. Yeah, it is not the near future. Or just be some because uh, I when I had the opportunity, the great, great opportunity to be in a film, a big budget film. Um, I was on a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. I was in uh, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. I had a conversation while I was there with Zack Snyder, the director. And over dinner and lunch, for those days I was there, we would talk about the business, right? And talking to him, and he said, sometimes studios do stuff, do make headlines like this just to gauge, just to put their toe in the water, mm. to see if if we are even talking about making the last of us th- part three what will the fan base do and we already know we i mean we know right now boom the fan base wants so that tells them the naughty dog and everybody else playstation behind this 
we're going to do a Last of Us 3 for sure. That gives them guaranteed um, feedback once this movie is made or series is made or game. I'm sorry, game. I'm sorry. This is Last of Us, the video game part three. Right. It's going to make a ton of money because from this series now where we're talking about part one of the game and then eventually part two and season two, we're going to see fantastic results of consumers wanting to see a good product put out there. And so um, this was a big test right here, just finding this out and not really they're like indirectly asking, you know, should we do this or not do this? So they're doing it indirectly. So they're doing it. They know what they're doing. You know, so I'm learning that from Zach back way back then. They they know what they're doing. So they know what they're doing. Bottom yeah. line. Yeah. Bottom cool. line. They know what they're doing. So I got ETA here in a few minutes on my special guest coming in. She'll click the hopefully she gets the link and she could just click through it. If not, we're gonna get on started with uh this or that, John. Okay. So. Do you wanna save this or that and go to like game releases? Cause I think maybe our special uh. guest would like this or that could be fun, like you know, you like know a fun. Yeah, let's do that. This is yeah. Let's we do switch that. up let's the do game order? releases. Yeah, we can switch okay. it. We we run this show. We can do yeah, how we want. Let's do that. All right, game releases here. Release the games. Release it. Come on. But, uh, there we go. Uh, All right, let me get you up here, John. You're ready okay. to go. Am I first? You are up first, sir. Oh, what's the first game? Is it? Uh, there's two of them. It's so pig, once it's again, a pig, it's a pick a Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. All right. So once again, the way I choose these game releases, Amon sends me. And if you're watching on Twitch, you can see the uh, the video we're watching here of uh, Peppa Pig World Adventure. Amon sends all the latest game releases for the week. I pick the ones. I judge a book by its cover. I pick the ones that I think sound cool or that I know about ish. And my daughter was always into Peppa Pig when she was little. In fact, so much, it's it's a British show. Like, they all have accents on the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. And Daddy Pig and Mommy Pig. And anyway, at one point, my daughter developed a slight British accent. She's like, Ooh. Mommy, Mommy, can we go upside? Mommy, mommy like, can we go get a spot of tea? <laughs> because of Peppa Pig. But you can play in the bigger, wider world of Peppa Pig and bring your whole family into the story. New York City is calling as is Paris, London, and a world tour of fun places. This looks like a great video game for kids. Obviously, you and Peppa can make pizza in Italy, walk on Hollywood Boulevard, much more, create a home in Peppa Pig's neighborhood for you, your brothers and sisters, and your grown-ups. Basically, this game seems to me like a babysitter. Like, <laughs> right? Like your kids are watched all the Peppa Pigs. There's hundreds right. of the shows, and now like, want even more Peppa Pig? But you can interact with it? That's, that's what this is, and uh, I think it would be fantastic for someone with young children who are into this uh, cartoon. Gotcha, gotcha. And then Eeyore puts this comment in there, because they won't touch it for a few years. So Sony, there you go, Sony uh, may or may not make mid-console upgrades. If they do, then do the remake and announce they are working on Last of Us Part 3 okay. for the gen, next gen, and, or for the gen and the next gen. So there you go. Yeah, that's talking about The Last of Us and why. Thank you, Eeyore. Yeah, Appreciate he's talking about an that. 8K remake, yeah. But uh, my first one, Peppa Pig World Adventure, I don't know. Not a lot of thought on that. Like I said, it seems like a uh, uh, something for kids, obviously. Um, so that's the game I picked. I, don't, I, I know. Here's what I know. Here's my bottom line on that. I've said bottom <laughs> line about a thousand times already in this podcast. Oops. Five years ago, uh, oh, I'm downloading that game. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's one of the fun games. A game, again, a game that is simple that you can relax simple. and play. 
I eat Tetris. Shout out you know, to coming into this podcast too, Amon, is you can pull up the Red Planet one. Yeah. Um, is uh, I, I was, you know, I, I saw a video from CBS News and they talked about a lot of these games that aren't, you know, like so complex, like the lawn mowing simulator game. Right. Or there's games where you just unpack or games where you just clean up a kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> we had, I had some simulator games that we passed the last couple of weeks. I was going to do it, but we've been talking about a lot of simulator games, but those are like you about to mention. Yeah, it's crazy how, you know, obviously the, the the different types of games. But this one is Escape from the Red Planet simplifies resource management, tower defense, and first-person mechanics in a singular arcade experience. On the latest mission to Mars, the Orion 3 crash-landed with Martian attacks looming. Houston must most definitely, rather, has a problem. So Escape from the Red Planet. Uh, I, these graphics are so simplistic. Like... Look at this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's simplistic, but it's cool. Yeah. I mean, to get like the coding behind this is what the the beautiful part is to me, because I know mm. there's a lot of question marks, quote, quota or commas, dots, dollar signs, forward slashes, backward slashes that make up this uh, artwork here and to get that to line up right. And so what was uh, the plot of the game again? Um, trying to get you, out of resource management, tower defense, and first person mechanics mm -hmm. as Martian attacks are looming as as you crash landed on Mars. And so now I, I'm guessing you have to escape from the red planet, of course. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you want to be on the red planet by yourself mm. these days. Too bad there weren't Martians like real life Martians, wouldn't that be crazy? Uh, there are. I might be one. My wife says I'm one all the time. <laughs> no, it'd be insane. Like, they're just a few months journey away, and there'd be all these, like, Martians living on another planet. Man, like I said, remember I said this a long time ago, man. I said, they're, they're here. They just don't, either one, they're hiding like in Men in Black, you know, they're wearing yes. human skin, or two, they, you know, they're they're hovering over the planet all the time. They not, they're like, look what they're doing to them, each other. They all look the same. Man, I got five heads and eight, uh, 28,000 eyeballs. Well, I'm not coming down there. Or I got tentacles that, that stretch. I'm not coming on that planet. You see what they're doing to each other, and they all look the same. If I, I'm an alien, they're smarter than us. They know better. They know better. They I gave totally, us some information. They help us techn with technology and all that. they like, we'll give them that. That's about it. <laughs> I, buy, I buy that thought, Amon, that they are already here, but they're just hiding. Yeah, and, and, and to take it a step further, we always think of spaceship is this large, alien comes out, it is this tall, right? But we know there are things millions of times larger than our sun, than our Earth. There are great, drastic sizes of asteroids. Everything has different sizes. So the one thing I've always thought is, why are we so convinced that these aliens, which I believe could easily hide if they can travel through space? They probably Correct. figure out how to hide. Um, or how do I not know that aliens are not this big? You know, like, how do I not know that they're here? They're just, they're tiny. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what if they're just super tiny? Yeah, and they're like, this is the way Black, we... They had the one that was like in the head. He controlled the whole body because he yeah. lived in the head. You know? Yeah. I mean, they could be microscopic. <laughs> why, why Why do we have to put limits on what the size of these aliens are? They could be microscopic aliens who are just always around. And we yep. just don't see them. Exactly. You know, that's, all we, I got. that's why when we they might be reaching out to us when we get food poisoning. That's them trying to take over our bodies. 
That's food poison. <laughs> what? Yeah. Nice on, yeah. Eeyore. I love, I love Eeyore. Eeyore is awesome. He says NASA invented Velcro. Yes, yes, they did. What if, what if aliens are viruses and they've been trying right. to take over us for years? That's what I said. Food yeah, poisoning. like you're saying. Food like, poisoning, you know. They've been trying. They just trying. they just can't fight us. They're they can like, time travel. They just don't have the technology. They're like us. finding out ways to get our attention. I mean, obviously, the flying around in the sky. I saw this one. Uh, <laughs> I follow this one uh, account on Instagram where they had, have you seen the movie uh, Nope Yet by Jordan Peele? I have, yeah. Okay, you know how in that movie where it's the you know the the alien ship in the beginning you think it's a ship that is hiding in the clouds or disguising yeah. itself as a cloud. Yeah, I saw something like that on Instagram when they showed a cloud doing things like those cloud that the cloud did in Dope or in it's Nope. Fake. Yeah, so I mean fake. I don't know if it, you know obviously it could be editing or whatever, but it was pretty convincing. You know, just interesting to watch there. Yeah, for sure. All right, let me get over to my games now. I have. <laughs> The guys here, and the guys. What is the guys? Is the the guys is a dark, metrodavian or metrodavia fairy tale about a boy trapped in a body of a monster. So the I love the the art the creativity oh. behind this. So you a young you a little boy trapped in the body of a monster. Can he can he hold onto him at his him is humanity being inside this monster so you're the monster right there that's him g-u-i-s-e um, yeah, guys. guys like Bilo, i was thinking like, like me and the or, boys or, the guys the guys you know yeah g-u-i-s-e is the game um developer is razul mano and publisher is game net and so it is a what is this so it's a horror game one person player on an rpg so you're going around as this little monster so you're trying to Stay on to humanity, like it mentioned there, and just like a. And now when I see, I hear Metroid. I see Metroid in the name, so like Metroid. If you played the game, I played the game a lot as a kid, and as as a, an adult, Metro Dread. So it has the the framework, the 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 board patterns, and the final boss matchups. Like my man, like this big thing here, look like a a scorpion on steroids there, with extra with extra uh, spikes coming out of his back and all that. So you run around. You can probably stick to the walls or, you know, climb up walls. You have to fight final bosses to get through the map and probably most likely keep your humanity as it mentioned in this game. So I, I like this little, I like this little shindig of a game. Looks fun. Uh, what definitely would be on my, I'm a horror game person. I might try this out. It's on Steam. You know, it's on all platforms as well. So Disguise. Nice. The guys. The guys. Disguise. That, and that, and you are probably correcting me here. Um, so the guy, so disguise, like disguise, little yeah, like from the there. taking it from the word disguise. Exactly. The guys, it's yeah, yeah he's trapped in uh, disguise, basically. He's, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, can we get back to aliens real quick before you yeah. do your next one? <laughs> Yeah, we sure can. Eeyore on Twitch says the universe is 4.5 billion years. It's actually 14.8 billion. I think the Earth is 4.5 billion, but I get your point. He says, I bet aliens are alive, but the advanced civilizations died out due to something we won't see. Uh, True. So we won't see them. And I, I guarantee you, I like, think that. about that. How many, that probably here on Earth, how many civilizations died out that we have no idea? I agree with that. Like, yeah, I, I totally buy that. Yeah, it's because the planet has been around a long time. And just like we're talking about uh, with the, the NBA and no defense, it's like 
global yeah. warming. You know, you see things that going on in NFL is all this passing, which you never thought would happen. Now we got all these NBA players shooting threes. And so it's like global warming. You've seen these weather patterns in these areas that you've never seen before, or you may be seeing something that you think is a, an alien spaceship. So it's all around us. It is, they're winking at us. That's what the, that's what aliens are doing. They're winking at us. Say, hi, ah, we're here. We just messing with you. We're going to have some fun. We're big brother. We are big brother. Would you want in your lifetime, let's say you got another 40 years left. Gotcha. I Do like you, that. That puts me around 85, 86. I, love I mean, that. that's my goal. That's one of the things like I've always grew up thinking like 100 is old. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for some reason, zero to one, it just made sense for a, for but, a human being. Correct. But you got to change as you get older. You're like, you're not living to 100. Not a lot of people are. You know, <laughs> you're probably not living to 90. Let's let's get to 80 something. Let's be realistic. Um, What's up, you, in the next 40 years, do you want to know, like, would you? Would you want to know that aliens are here and they make their presence known, or yeah, would you rather I would just want to know? You'd want, I would to, want know? to know, yeah. Yep. Er says if I live to 80, 85, 80, 80, 85, 86, I'll have another chance to see Haley's comet. That is true because I saw oh. Haley's comet when I was a kid. Really? In Los When's it around again? So I was ten or eleven when that came around. So it was nineteen eighty something. And then Matt Styles, what's up? He says Earth got about another ten billion years left before. The sun goes yeah. nova and, the and there's core. no what way like we're, core, we're not going to last 10 mil, 10 billion years like i, I know no, like we'll we gone. will the human but, species is going to be gone by that yeah time. we'll be gone we'll be long gone yeah yeah they we'll talked about gone. like the, the, you know what's weird there's a lot more like asteroid news right like yes. hey we see an asteroid it's going to miss us by a couple mile a uh, million miles hey we're testing shooting rockets at asteroids like when did this became a thing like all of a sudden there's it's asteroid news left and right. And we're shooting rockets out at asteroids. Is, is there something happening that they're getting ready for that? They just haven't told us yet. Yeah, they're doing asteroids, the game, you know, they're right. like, let's shoot it into little pieces because, you know, as in some of the movies we've seen to have, uh, was it world events? Uh, was it LM, is it EME something where the whole planet's going to get blown up? Um, where they actually was destroying the rock hurling towards earth. Uh, that's either Armageddon with Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck back in the nineties, or it was another space one where it was a comet coming towards the planet and they used the ship to go up and blow it, blow it up yeah. while it was in, in space. And you've seen them before, but, so. but five, 10 years ding, ago, ding, 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 five, 10 years ago, we were not talking about asteroids. We were not, I, I didn't even think it was like plausible to shoot something out in space. Like I knew we could. <laughs> I felt like it'd be Armageddon. Like, I don't know, let's try this one, boys. And just like point it out at the thing. Like, I thought, I don't know. It feels like, it feels like, and this is crazy conspiracy John speaking. It feels like they're kind of getting us ready. Like, hey, listen, we're we're trying to get our stuff together because we need to, we need to deflect this bad boy coming in 2040 or whatever that would be. You know? Yeah, that's that's not far. That's right down the road. And then Mad Style says, I'm sorry, we have game releases. (laughs) <laughs> they will not tell us until the very last moment. True. Part of, I saw somebody online say something about uh, when they deflected that asteroid a few months ago. Like, yeah. w- what if, what if that wasn't a test? <laughs> you know, what if they're like, listen, we can't, t- if we tell everybody the world is effed, right. you know, if we tell everybody we're going to try to deflect the comet, heading, gonna panic. We, we, the whole world is effed. Every, it is chaos. It is chaos. Pure chaos. I mean, just watching a series like Last of Us, uh, any zombie yes. movie, 
Yes. Any it is the last of us, basically. Post-apocalyptic movie TV series tells us where the human race is going to, what we're, how we're going to react to that. It's not going to be a good reaction because we, there's always going to be, as we're t- going to talk here in the next segment of what's on stream, I'll get, you know, about people trying to be the boss, be the militia leader, the captain or whatever. <laughs> but before we go on that, John, we got okay. one more of my game releases right, and we have sorry, sorry. something that rules the planet right now. Like I said, 13, I didn't like it that I found out was fake, but WWE on 2K. So WW2K23 icon or I'm not icon. There's an icon edition. Wrestling is out now. So you have it on all platforms. You have your icon edition. You have your deluxe edition, you have the standard, and then you have the gen digital division that is now out now. And they have a lot of fun bonus content here. They got playable, though. I think he's a rapper or singer, Bad Bunny. He's okay. on here. Um, Ruby Bad, you got Ruby Bad Bunny in the My Faction card, so you could create a player. Area Season of Pass, My Rise Mega Boost, Supercharger, which. I haven't played enough 2K to know exactly what the supercharger is, but I know who John Cena is, so he's going to have him an evil card on there. Um, Blanca Belair on there. Go to last uh, Asuka. That must be a right. Those wrestling. Yeah, there's Bad Bunny right there. And there's my man, John Cena. You can't see me. And just, it's just I just think about The Rock and his videos talking about that. You can't see me. You can't see me. I'm like, not playing Pickaboo. <laughs> I'm not into wrestling. I was Me as a either. kid, but this looks like if you're a wrestling fan, look at this. Right. It's legit. It's so cool. Man, you know, it got it has all the new current wrestlers in the WWE right now. Um, you have the ruthless aggression content that you could pull up. It's playable prototype John Cena. One times prototype Cena. Cena faction card. And then you have playable Lafayette Batista. So David Batista. The actor now, um, what's his name? Uh, God, it's drawing a blank from Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, uh, 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 ah, you got it. You almost got it. God, uh, all right, what's you got throwback, name? huh? Ah. Throwback Batista. Randy Orton, uh, Brock Lesnar is on here, and John Cena Legacy Championship belt. Oh man, I don't think The Rock is gonna like that, man. They needed. They got Paul. Uh, Heyman manager and uh, premium launch faction pack. So they got a lot of fun stuff. If you get, you know, the, you get that, that was all on the bonus icon edition of, uh, WW 2K 23. So Drax is a oh, Drax. There you go. Drax. There you go. All right. So still having problems with my special guest. So won't be able to get her this week, but we will get her one of these days. So, and it's going to be awesome. Can't wait. All right. So let's get into, we did game releases. Let's go to this or that. We have this or that, and we got to wrap this thing up. Yeah, yeah, yep. All right. So we're headed to, let's see, which one is this or that? This or that? Is that this? Nope. That's game releases. That's right. I can't hear it, but that's all good. Okay. All right. In the this or this that, we got to go backwards a little I bit. I can do it. This or that. <laughs> so this or that. sounds like. All righty. You ready for this, John? I am. This is a great, great question to start off. This or that, by the way, if you want to be a part of this or that and throw us a question, we can ask at our next podcast. If you have a suggestion, just send us a message on our Discord or on our social media, and your question could be asked in the next podcast. Pineapple pizza or candy corn? Layup. Pineapple pizza. <laughs> I said layup. 
Uh, so you're not shooting the three on this one, huh? I'm taking the easy two. You're taking the easy two with the pineapple pizza. I've done candy corn on pizza before. What? Wait, are you video. talking candy it's, corn pizza or just yes. candy corn? Yes. Well, candy corn in general, but I, I forgot to put pizza in there. So I've, I've it's a video out there. You could search with me eating a candy corn melted down on a pizza on dough. Well, and it's pretty good. And it's not bad. It's not as bad as it sounds. It's actually pretty good. So I'm going to go candy corn because I'm only probably eat it once a year. Sounds weird. That'll help me. That'll help me get to age 100. So just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i'm gonna go candy corn there i've done it before pineapple but here's the thing like when people say pineapple on pizza man style says the shish, two things he despises there <laughs> when i think pineapple on pizza i don't think pizza pineapple eat it i think pizza pineapple canadian bacon eat it canadian bacon eat it you know like i won't just go straight up pineapple there's got to be some meat attached to it yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I could. I had pepperoni with the candy corn. It was good. Oh, I, I've had pepperoni with pineapple just there last night. <laughs> ER says, "Oh, by the way, I got the question of the day. The picture from the plane. Who was, who was next to you? Talking to me. Picture on the plane. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I got. I was on a flight just recently, and fans recognized me and." They said, "Hey, can you take a selfie with me?" I was like, "Yeah." And so I can't really say who was next to me. I know, I think it was, I know my wife was probably to my right behind me and in front of me. I don't know. I got to That's a good one though. Uh, Eeyore, you must have, you must check the things out. There you go. All right. Next one, John, next, next one on the list. This is that camping or glamping. I've done both. Mm. I'm going to go with glamping. I will do camping every so often, but man, that's a lot of work. You know, I'm, you're, I'm camper. You're putting up your tent. You're sleeping outside. <laughs> you get all tired and you got to eat and. It is good that because you you only have like one focus. It's like, and I went portaging. So portaging, I understand huh? like. Did you say something there? Another word, portaging? Portaging. So when you like travel to your campsite through like canoeing and then taking oh. a canoe and then walking on the land and then going to the next passage. And oh, I didn't know that was called that. Okay. I've seen that happen a lot. I didn't know. Okay. Didn't yeah. know that. And, and there is something um, relaxing about knowing like, here's my goal today. Take, get in the canoe, carry the stuff to the campsite and make right. food. You know what I mean? Like there's not yeah. a lot of work. It's like this and this, but I'll, I'll go glamping simply because uh, the other stuff's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that work. I'm a gluten for punishment. I like doing the, the pitching my tent and building a fire, hiking eight miles to the next site, doing it all over again. Yeah. With no electricity. I'm that dude. I'm that Ugh. guy. No so anybody wants to go camping with me, Go with, we can hang out. Glamping with John. Go yeah. ahead, knock yourself out. I'll do yeah. glamping. Nothing's wrong with it. I mean, you got a little bit of electricity, a little bit of necessities that you don't have. I'll do it occasionally. But in my head, I'm like, this is not real. This is, right. I could just stay in a hotel. They're two totally different things. Right. Yeah, that's, that's the bottom line. Cause you don't, glamping is, you get the outside part of camping in a fire, but that's about it. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, next one on the list here, John. Social media message or text message. Uh, give me a text. Text um, all day. Yeah. I do not check my, what's it, the Facebook messenger. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I barely yeah. check my DMs. I know I do check my DMs on Instagram because there's a lot of business stuff coming through there. Mm -hmm. um, 
hey, Nick, we got to wrap up that deal with Cheez-It with General Mills. We got to get that right. Get that done. Yeah. Get another sponsor on this show, John. Let's go. Working it, working it. So, yeah, text message for me all day. I mean, I got about eight text messages to answer right now. <laughs> uh, uh, five. I have five right now. So, And spam text comes in, too. I'm like, what is with the spam people? We got Matt Styles. He says text social media is no longer a thing to, for him. <laughs> hey, you just you just added years to your life. I'll just say that. That is that takes years off your life when you when you're dealing with social media sometimes. I've been saying this for a few years. There is a strong part of me that wants to get rid of my phone. Yeah. I want to go to a, I want to go to the nineties. I, I I want I keep saying that. I want to be able to get away and not be burdened by that god dang computer in my hand. <laughs> right. No, I agree. I, I, I have that feeling some days. You know, mm-hmm. I drop my phone. I just leave it at the house sometimes on purpose and be like, good, I'm good. Uh, by the way, um, as we do this or that, uh, yes, Aaron Rodgers is now on the Pat McAfee show as we record this podcast. Uh, Amon, would you like to guess how many people are watching Aaron Rodgers speak right now oh, live God. on it's, YouTube? On I would YouTube. say over a million, over a million. Not a bad guess. Over it's a million. Less, it's less. It's less. But that's not a bad guess I would to where say, we are okay, right now. 500,000. 429,000 currently. Exactly. We're not, you know, us talking about. Amon, that's WWE, YouTube. WWE 2K23 and uh, Aliens is not as important as where he's about to be and where he's about to say he's going to be for the rest of the 2023 season. And I don't even we're, know what he we, said. We don't have that street credit yet. We're not on that level, even though I was his teammate. I've been out the game, that game for a long time. I'm in another game now. Everybody knows that. So, And I don't I don't know what he's said, but I apparently I see a screenshot that he's wearing a Super Bowl ring. So I don't know what that means. We're going to dissect <laughs> everything. But think about that real quick before the next this or that. YouTube on a Wednesday at noon, right? Getting almost half a million viewers, like that. Hey. That is better than like some major league baseball games on FS1 on the weekends. Mm. You know what I mean? That's better than some NBA TV I see games. What they're doing here, I see what they're doing there. I'm gonna just get. I'm gonna see if I could get a hold of Ninja or Doctor Lupo or Stroud to be our guest. He's always on Pat's show. You know that, right? Mm-mm. He's always on there at least once. Like during the season, he was on once every other week. What? Who? Aaron? Aaron. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah, don't yeah. have to Sorry. do that with Ninja, Doctor Lupo, Shroud, or somebody. Content creator, get him on here weekly or every no. other week, twice a month would do. <laughs> All right, next <laughs> next once item a on month. the list. Yeah, once uh, a month. Teacher reads your text message out loud, or teacher tells the whole class your grade. Um, you shouldn't have your phone in class, by the way, especially in high school. Why don't, you tell, why don't you tell my grade? You know what? Because I think I'm going to be an okay student. Yeah, I'm not going to. You're not going to scare me. Yeah. I'm mean, not going to embarrass me telling me my grade. I know I had A's and B's, so I was good. Uh, real time, uh, I see a tweet. Roger said he already has made his decision, but Uh-oh. he has not said what it is. But he has confirmed that a decision has been made, apparently. Yeah. Uh, well, ER says text message and also says bye. But when I was in school, we had beepers. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was in college. I had a beeper, bro. That's crazy. You had to hit me with the codes. Somebody had like, hey, we need to talk to Mon. 
you know, hit up his beeper so then he can walk to a phone. Yeah, hit me with the 911. Let me know it's an emergency. Call to then go to a phone to call you. <laughs> Hold on, maybe he's near a pay phone. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh shoot, he doesn't have a quarter. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have my phone in my. If I was a student, high school student or middle school student, I would not have my phone on me in class because I don't want to get in trouble. I would listen to my mom and dad. Be like, don't do that. Uh, by uh, the way, Rogers on the Pat McAfee show says, quote, this isn't a decision day. This isn't me deciding and announcing to the world what's going on. He, is he says, us. dot, dot, dot. That's already happened. This is clearing things up. Mm. So I don't he's, know what that He's means killing either. everybody right now. He is dragging this out. This is the <laughs> epitome of dragging something out. He is dragging it out. Oh my god, we're we're on my show talking about his nonsense. <laughs> right. That's the epitome of dragging it out. <laughs> when you're on somebody, you're on your own show. You're talking about somebody on their show with somebody else. They got a billion, almost a million viewers. All right, last one on the list because this is all we're talking about here. We're we're just this old rinking deep show. Can't we got audio issues and things like that? Here we go. Single player or multiplayer? I guess it depends what game, but I'm gonna go multiplayer because then that means um, you know it's an event with friends, most likely, or an event with other people, and you're being social. I'll go multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. I'm a. I'll say I'm a multiplayer guy. I like playing multiplayer games. I like playing either with or against uh, my friends. Um, I got. I had one friend. Just recently that I play with, um, they actually a couple times a week we play, we do couch co-op NBA 2K. And just recently we switched our shooting to Hall of Fame level, John. So that's the hardest level of shooting okay. because we were on rookie and yeah. we were having games like these NBA games today. We we're having games where we we're scoring almost 200 points in a game. So I had Too like easy. 150, he would have 170 because we we're shooting threes the entire game and no defense. Right, right. So, <laughs> so what is the uh, change? Like, what's the scores now? So the scores are now. Oh, we put it on Hall of Fame. This the score of our last game. He beat me by four points. It was thirty-seven to thirty-four. <laughs> okay, you gotta get off Hall of Fame because you just went back to like the nineteen fifties. Right, man. We could not. I couldn't shoot a jumper. I tried to do turnarounds. I tried to hit. I hit one three. I had all. I had the all-time team of Chicago Bulls. So I have Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Um, <laughs> B.J. Armstrong, Steve Kerr, uh, Tony Kukoc, and I could not shoot. And and Jordan's rated a ninety nine, and I could I only hit three point three pointers with him. Dude, you're going back pre shot clock with that Hall of Fame. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Mass styles multiplayer. Nice. He said, I love competing against other people. Me too. I love competing with or against other people. Right. I.e., that's why I'm in the UE, a part of the UEL. I love what they're doing. World Championships this weekend, by the way, for the UEL. Uh, Eeyore says, can't say I love both. Wait a minute. Let me see that. I can't say I love both too much. Gotcha. I like me. I like like for the multi, for the single player, like games like Last of Us, John. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a walk in the park. You're going to play those games. Right. Those are the games you don't put down until it's over. You don't put the controller or the mouse and keyboard down until it's done. That's how great. Last of Us Part One and Two are so, and obviously that's why we've had the conversation with. Before them, so. we get to Last of Us, can I change the subject real quick one more time? I Go right ahead, man. You, uh, you talked about your low-scoring uh, Hall of Fame mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at look at this from a month ago. This was the final score of a high school game in Oklahoma. No way, no Four way. To Four to There's two. Nobody that bad as me and my good friend Mike. 
<laughs> well, it's it's basically the the need to show um, why they need shot clocks in high school basketball. There's no shot no clock. No way. Four to two. Four to two was the final score. You see they my just, face. You just hold the ball. You just hold the ball, and you, you just see let my the face clock. Right now? Yeah. Can you believe that? No way. Yeah. Hey, no. I am losing my mind as a basketball coach in that game right now. Can you imagine? Like you just go there and you just you're just sitting mind. there. There's no action. The game probably took you know forty five minutes. I would lose my mind. We could only score four points, two points. Oh my goodness! I'm like I'm quitting as a coach. I'm done. I can't get my players to do layups. They don't what the, the that's the strategy, Iman. They right. don't want to score. They want to wait to the end and then Try to just be three. ahead. And then just be ahead. And they're up ahead four and shoot two. A three. And shoot I'm a sure three. there was some some offense generated at the last seconds of the game. No. Way, they tried man. to tie it or no something. No way. Yeah. Isn't that no. dumb? Sorry. I just think that's so dumb. And yeah, like Mastiles, how is that even possible? How, yeah. I mean, as a player, I play basketball. Like I wasn't the best shooter, but I can make a layup. I could dribble drive off the. But come on, it's not about their skill. What? It's about their strategy. Their strategy is to take the ball, right? Put it on your hip, and wait until the first quarter's done. Were they really doing that? Yes, wow. that's what that's what they did the entire game. Oh and my then goodness. the other team would get the ball, and then they would just sit there, and <sighs> wait till the second quarter's done, and then that's how it went. Are you kidding me? Because there's no shot clock. Is that clock. legal? Oh, it's yes. no shot clock. Yeah. Okay. I get, no it. Shot I get clock. it. They have no wow. incentive to move the ball toward the hoop. In that crazy? I want. Oh my god! I would still lose it as a coach. I would lose my mind on the opposing team, unless I, unless you're in on it for some reason. I called a game in the high school state tournament a decade ago, and at one point, that's what one of the teams did in the second quarter. They're like, and they that's just like, sat uh, there. That's Saturday. like when, you know, at the end of a football game, when you're trying to win it and you start doing the flea flicker, you know, like the Stanford, you know, mm -hmm. back in the day, Stanford Cal Berkeley game where I've actually, you know, Cal Berkeley finally scored the touchdown because they were throwing it back and forth and the band came on the field and all that stuff. That's what they're trying to make happen. Mm -hmm. They try to make magic. That ain't happening. You know who all made right. magic? HBO. HBO. Yes, they did. I love the segue. <laughs> I love it. There we go. So we got episode seven here, man. It's the beginning of episode seven recap here. So, John, I love the way you started off. I always like to start off with you. Okay. So here I got my notes. my notes ready as well, sitting right here, right in front of me. So go ahead. Episode um, seven, uh, real quick. I will say it is what the title. Darn it. Where is it? At? Left behind. Left behind. Um, so there you go. You got it. So this is kind of a flashback episode, right? So yep. it it goes to when it picks up from after Joel got stabbed with the end of that baseball bat and yep. and, and triggers and, triggers Ellie. Right. And in my mind I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like I don't know anything about the game. I didn't play the game, but I'm like, "Oh great. Well, this guy's dead now. Joel's dead." Um, but we find out at the start of this that he's just like he's just basically telling her, "Just leave me. Just just go back like mm -hmm. I'm done." It's over, and she will not leave him because no. you know they've, 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 that bond has grown mm -hmm. between um, <clears throat> Ellie and Joel, and that's what obviously it was the same as in the game. So you saw that part of it come, and you're waiting because you really didn't know when they were going to connect. But boom, this was the episode for that because it triggers from that. Here's and the flashback is where and why we see her reaction to 
I'm not going to let you die, Joe. You know, I'm not going to leave you, you know, bleeding and half dead out here in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And it's it's back to this mall flashback story, which is just such an epic storyline. You get to learn more about Ellie. You get to learn uh, about how she knew that she was immune. And there's this story of her friend who's part of the Fireflies now. And, you know, she gets to see a mall for the first time. So I think that's really unique that, you know, every this thing that we all take for granted, the mall, she's like, what is this? There's an escalator. There's a carousel. There's a photo booth. She finally gets to play Mortal Kombat 2. Like, right. It's such a cool storyline. And then I wrote, oh, great. And Infected is there. Like, (laughs) Well, you forget, like you said, you forget that she was born in the middle of this. Right. She's only like 15 years old and it's been around for 22 years Mm -hmm. or 20 years. It's been around. So the virus has been on planet Earth in this story for 20 years. She's 15. So she was born literally at the beginning of it. And so, you know, her friend um, Riley Abel, played by Storm Reed, fantastic. I mean, this whole little... This little uh, sequence of them hanging out and having a good time, just trying to reconnect, knowing, you know, that Reed or Riley is a firefly. That's kind of like the gray area of people to be around. And she's now somebody that she cares about is a part of this group. You so you see the the fight between her and uh, trying to be close to her. But obviously, you know, once everything goes down here, like I said, look on the screen here, you see the zombie comes at their moment of uh you know, being together and more than just friends. And so it just shows the writing of Neil Druckmann and the screenplay, the showrunner side of it, of, of this series of like we talked about earlier, why it's going to be into another uh, video game, into another series coming mm-hmm. down the line. So no, there's another, I love, up. I love how each of these episodes at this point in the series is just, I said it before. It's just so such great storytelling. Yeah. Just I such mean, great storytelling. I say that these episodes were, I say it had to be the hardest on, on the actors because there was so much emotion going on, you know, with Joe right here and Ellie in this scene here to Riley or, you know, and, 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 and Ellie in their scenes to the end, till how it starts happy and jovial. And then at the end, you know, the zombie comes in and they both get bit. And that's where she finds out she's immune in and Riley uh, turns and she had to kill her. And so this, it just, for, I say for the actors, this probably had to be the hardest three episodes all back to back, you know? So good job to all, all three there. So, or does want to, want to get on to uh, episode eight? First note is, dang, it got violent as F. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. So let's take me, do you have the episode eight highlights? Yep. I'm getting it ready. Getting it ready right now. Um, we are ready to go. The notes aren't as good as i thought they were going to be um so this is ellie like living on her own right as episode eight oh it's just no it's not living on her own she's uh joel is healing yeah and so she went out to hunt to get food for them and then as she's going out she meets the two guys (laughs) uh david played by scott shepherd and uh james played by troy baker out there with the deer and so she gets to the deer, they're there, and she's like, she's Ellie. And she's no, she's, I say, between her and Joel, actually, they, they're definitely in my area of being gangsta because they, they have no filter of talking, mm-hmm. of their decision making. It's decisive to when they're going to shoot somebody, they're going to shoot them. You know, if it's somebody threatening them in any way, they're going down. It's you or me, and it's me 
I'm more important. So, um, that, but that's what has been built in this area, you know, in this situation of being in a pandemic of zombies who you can't trust people. And then now you come across these guys where she's like, I just shot this deer. This is my deer. Um, we gotta, we gotta talk about it or I'm gonna, I'm gonna put one between your eyes as she said to David. <laughs> and she asks for medication and they're yep. like, yep, we can get you medication. And you just, you learn another story about how people are surviving, right? And, and these people are surviving as best as they can. And at some point you find out spoilers, uh, that they're eating people, you know, yep. they're, they're eating their dead to survive. And so that's why that deer is so important to them. And, and you find out that the, the leader of this whole group is, he's the devil. He's, he's not a very <laughs> not good, good person. He's not a good guy. That guy and, right there on the right. Yeah. And I knew right away. I knew right away when he pulled up. I'm like, this dude is not good. I just, mm -hmm. just sense it because just the how he the words and how he's projecting himself to to the partner, uh, Baker or James right there. It's just like, I don't know about this guy. So she did a good job. Yeah. Um, and so this one like ends very violently. Yes. Uh, so I, I've been telling people like, watch The Last of Us, watch The Last of Us. So awesome. And then this by this time, episode eight comes out. I'm like, episode uh, we are. Is it we, when we are in need? That's the name of the episode here. Yeah. And then that comes up. And at the end, what she has to do to survive and to leave, I'm like, oh, but this got really violent. <laughs> like yeah. we are talking killing on another had, level that still impact her for the rest of her life. Right. I had the same feeling too. I'm like looking at this dude. And especially once it got to the part when, um, <clears throat> you know, where they grabbed her right here. When she gets knocked off the horse and knocked out and whatever to get her into the place mm -hmm. and into into their compound, I'm like, this is not gonna go good if she is not come. You know, once she wakes up and she's at wherever they take her, I'm like, this is gonna be pretty bad. So it's gonna get interesting. We'll see. And we obviously know that she's not gonna be going anywhere in terms of you know clocking out on the life area. We knew she's gonna still be alive. That means other people were gonna get inflict with a lot of damage <laughs> which we saw later in this episode as, as it comes up here um, as the I say one of the producers our directors guiding uh, Bella Ramsey the actress who plays Ellie um, through the scene there it, it's just something where you know you know his conversation what he's trying to do here he's like trying to convince her to be one of his co-leaders with him at their church and she already sees through his nonsense. She's, you know, listening to him talk and is like, come on, man, just drop trying to sell me on what you're selling here because I'm not buying it, basically, because that's Ellie, Ellie and Joel. And she's already been Ellie before she met Joel. But now having Joel in her life, she comes to a point. She is she's delivered. She's a package that has many layers that if you try to especially get in, def her defense uh, comes down and it's not going to be fun for you as a person when he snaps fingers right there there you go like i said hi <laughs> um but an, another once again for me another great episode which leads us into the finale season finale which was this past week mm -hmm. uh and at the very beginning uh they i'm sorry are you, are you good to move to nine sorry yeah we can move to nine yeah um move on to nine. right at the beginning they they give you the story of ellie's birth Right. and and how traumatic that was and why she is essentially immune is her mother getting bit at the exact moment that she's born, basically, and then using that knife that she killed the infected with to cut the umbilical cord. And apparently mm -hmm. it was 
the perfect set of circumstances to make her uh, immune. So they try to explain it that way. And then they go to Joel and Ellie still trying to get to the fireflies. And they yeah. have this scene here where they, they run into a giraffe, like, like Amon's going to do when he goes to that place. <laughs> or I've that, done, I've done that. I'll, yeah. Maybe y'all could do and feed some giraffes one day. In, but in, but in this storyline for me, um, this episode went really quick. I, I forget the running time, but it I'm was like, it was it was only forty four minutes. Oh yeah, and See, this was the season. I would think the season finale, like it's so much happening. I thought it was like an hour. I was in my but, mind hoping, can they give us an hour plus? Right. Like I, I wanted an hour and a half. The <laughs> I other, wanted a the movie. other episodes <laughs> were that the other uh, Left Behind and When We Are in Need were both. 56 minutes okay i think left behind was 55 minutes when we are in need was 56 minutes and there is some there's just a little bit of fan i say what's it what's the word flashback or you know little and i say little bad feedback of that being 44 minutes and being the season finale where you could tell some of the scenes were rushed because mm -hmm. some of the scenes were very emotional like this scene here with anna um, Ellie's mom to then when Joel later in this episode, you know, confesses to his uh, how he mentioned, you know, a guy where he got his one scar on his head where he mm -hmm. said a guy missed was trying to shoot him in the head. A guy missed. I was the guy. So that whole scene there was this felt rushed for some fans out there. Mm -hmm. um, but for what I saw, I thought they did a fantastic job. I mean, we already know this movie is built on emotion because it's a horror movie mixed in with all the drama and the suspense and the situations added on top of the layer over layer. And to have, you know, you have the scene like we saw with her and Riley in episode seven, where they're having their time together. They're playing video games. They're hanging out. They're having a fantastic time. And then at all that ends with Riley getting bit, they both getting bit by the zombie. And so same with her and Joel, they, he's confessing to her, you know, what he basically lied about to her. And, um, now, you know, then boom, they get attacked by the fireflies not knowing. And then she's put she they start the process of surgery. We'll get to that here. But, you know, for uh, the next actress here that is part of this scene, uh, uh, Marley Dandridge, who plays Marlene, who had to basically shoot her friend. Same Ellie was almost had to do by leaving Joel in that last scene in episode eight. So it's just a lot going on, a lot being un, un, unload, unpacked, as you as you always say, John. So. Yeah. And, and what I thought was interesting is um, the casting for Ellie's mom. Like when it when I'm watching, I'm like, man, they, they nailed it. <laughs> like she right. is, she's great. And then I find out that was Ellie in the yeah, game. I was about to say that's she is the voiceover actress of mm -hmm. Ellie from the video game. Mm -hmm. So I got well done. Little, it was well done. Little, anyway, clap on that because I was they, wondering I was real quick. I'll let you go. Yeah, yep, yep. I was wondering the whole time. It's like, when is Anna? When is uh, Anna Williams going to um, come in? Or Ashley Johnson, sorry, Ashley, jo Ashley Johnson, who is the actress name, playing Anna Williams, Ellie's mom. When is she coming in? Because you hadn't seen her um, until this scene right here. So you yeah, got it. I thought it was great. Um, and then they eventually uh, find out that they're in the right spot for the fireflies. Basically, they get kind of ambushed. They get taken away. And this is where I feel like everything kind of feels rushed. This point in the series, uh, everything felt rushed to me in episode nine mm -hmm. and like, like it started with, I'm like, we got 45 minutes. And I know when you see 45 minutes, it's not, the show's not 45 minutes because there's the credits, yep, there's the, the, credit. the post mm -hmm. uh, show thing. I'm like, okay, let's go. So um, it was less than that, actually. It yeah, was it's actually less than so that. So it felt really rushed to me. And then you find out that in order to 
get the cordyceps and study it to make this vaccine, they're going to have in the brain. Correct. You have to go into the brain. Same like similar like CTE. You can't really discover a football Mm -hmm. player if they have it or not until they actually they're passed away, you know, so or Mm -hmm. they donate their brain. So yep. same, same. Interesting how yeah. that correlated there for me. <laughs> and, and so then Joel has this question: Does he just let this happen to this person that now they form this bond? Right. And and does he Tough just part. let another person in his life die, and all of humanity and is going to be Sarah saved? Shot by the military guy in episode one. Yep. Or does he save one person? in the rest of humanity is still effed and well we see him decide to save one oh, person he makes the decision it, it's not even a split second you know? yeah oh yeah he had no yeah. doubt he had no doubt he was going terminator he he did terminator up in the hospital basically even at the end you know for every time yeah i remember the first time remember the first time when he pulled up when he was looking for his brother tommy i think it was like episode three or four where tommy and his wife and their crew pulled up on him Remember, even then, when the dog was started walking towards Ellie, he went into a panic attack because he's like, man, if they find out she has the virus, you know, is mm-hmm. infected, then that dog is going to, you know, tell on her basically and they're going to shoot her. So his heart started just coming out of his it was like in his throat at that time, but got better throughout the series. But, you know, that was one of his triggers that if you mess with Ellie at this point in time where he's at with her, like you said, bonding, then it's not going to be good for you if you try to hurt her. And he basically shoots the only doctor like in the world that can do this. <laughs> but t- yes, I'm like, man, that's pro- that probably was the last doctor on planet Earth that could do any type of surgery to save humanity. And Joel just put a hot one in his brain. So once again, me not playing the video game um, and just watching the series, which I loved, uh, y- you find out this is how the video game goes. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen all the scene comparisons to um, from, from the video game to the series when they go side by side on Instagram or whatever. And there's these, these dialogues that are basically identical. identical and, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I felt somewhat disappointed in the finale because of this, the rushed nature of it. Mm-hmm. And but I'm trying to be fair, Amon, and not let the the decision of Joel affect right. how much I enjoyed it because it's not like these makers of the TV series said, Hey, how about we make him, you know, right. save her. Like I, I didn't know what to expect. I'd never played the game. I didn't know the story. Um, and that's, that decision was kind of, I don't, I mean, I don't want Ellie to die, but right. it was just a tough, like, is it's this really, this is, this is how they did it. Like, yeah. Um, for me, it was the other way around. Um, okay. Since I played both games, I felt finalized. Like, mm. oh my God, this is it. You know, just from a, a point of this is in the season one, going into season two, that means this is the end of the game one, going into game two. And I was satisfied. And, you know, this scene right here is where she, like, this is this shows you how smart Ellie is. Ellie already knows, like she's got to know Joel this much to where she knows. Let me double check. Let me let me put him on Front Street with this question. You know, swear to me that what happened with the story you just told me is it basically is it true? And he and he he uh what's the word? He basically admits to, or no, he doesn't admit to it. He basically like you tell kids today that Santa is real or the WWE is real <laughs> when it's not. Um, that's what he he did. So he he basically, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, disappointed her again, but 
she's going to believe him just to say that everything's okay. And it just shows their bonding and their understanding of one another and, and what they've been through and what they've gone through and what they're going, going, you know, it ain't over yet. Right. So this is just, and this is just season one. So for me, like I said, fulfilled being a gamer up playing yeah. both games yeah and then now season c and season one and where it's taken us and how they did it differently or the same from the games i'm i'm fulfilled i'm happy and so now i'm just super excited that we got more of this coming along and i'll go on and watch one one piece and uh mandalorian <laughs> yeah yeah episode three um so basically this is where we grade the show our final grades uh here's the rating system uh six or six and a half go ahead and watch it if you really want to if it gets a seven or a seven and a half it's good and probably worth your time an eight or an eight and a half and by the way this is mine Amon, if you want to change your own rating system no, I'm, I'm with your ratings i like it they're, okay they're, eight they're agreeable or, okay great eight or eight and a half it's really good you need to watch this nine it's exceptional it's a must watch nine and a half i could not recommend it more it is elite 10 loved it elite all time Ooh. my grade what's your for the grade, last of man? us is the highest grade i've ever given out on one of these series we've reviewed yeah i absolutely loved it from start to finish <laughs> which was a little longer the, the finale kind of disappointed me but the overall story has to outdo that and i i, I loved i loved it i thought it was freaking amazing I, I would give Sound this like a 10. It's a 10. I'm about to say that sounded like a 10 to me. It's a 10. I loved it. It is an elite TV series. It is an all timer. I think it's one of those that in 10 years from now, you're like, oh, you haven't seen The Last of Us? Right. What the F is wrong with you? <laughs> Sit down, get open HBO Max. It's only nine episodes, the first yeah. season, anyway. The first season. Yeah, first I give season. it a 10. It's it's the highest grade I've ever given. Yeah. And this is Matt Styles. It's just waiting to see all the episodes released so I can binge watch the first season. Good. This You're show. good to go. That's good to go, man. And I'm a, I'm right there with you. And and I already said it pretty much because from the games, I being a, a player of both games and watching the series, the act from the when I saw the cast and crew, let's just before the season or before it was launched on HBO Max, when I saw Pedro Pascal, Mandalorian, like in all the other movies, he's he's a hot commodity right now, but mm-hmm. he is worth. The price he's worth his weight in price and gold or whatever how you say that cliche yeah worth his weight in gold yeah. is that worth his price weight in gold yeah because the price of admission go see whatever he's doing even a few comedy movies he did um, the one with Nicolas Cage pretty funny um so any drama suspense like like Mandalorian or like Last of Us you're gonna get what you're getting paid for um what you what you what you gonna sit down and you're paying for paying for the stream monthly for hbo max so they they got some good stuff there uh bella ramsey awesome job there and then Great. the other supporting actors um marley dandridge um that played marlene um some of the other i'll say cast of characters uh uh the one uh, retina i hadn't seen her since true blood you know nick offerman yeah. ron swanson from right. episode it's three. Like, oh man i haven't seen some of these Fantastic actors, you know, and met them. I met her at Comic Con one year in okay. 2000 when True Blood was hot. So about 2009, I met the whole cast of True Blood and met her. And decided, you know, hi, how you doing? I'm a fan. Love this. Love your. Love your uh, acting. Love your. Love the series. So to have the the cast they had, and then obviously the little bits that they did change. They didn't change a whole lot, you know, in terms of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, just a few little scenes here and there in every episode. But overall, it's I would say probably about eighty percent to seventy five to eighty percent is the game. Um, not very much changed. 
Um, That's awesome. That's what you um, want, right? Exactly. And they were able to do it in a way where you, as if you, even if you played the game, you wouldn't even know because you hadn't, I hadn't, I I beat Last of Us Part Two back in 21, back in 2021. So about two years ago now. So it's been a while since I actually uploaded a game and went at it. Um, And before that was 2017 or 18 for, for the first one. So 10 all around here. You better watch the series. Yeah, for myself. So. Two tens. But this, I'm telling you, man, this is the best. This, this is my most favorite series in a long, long time. And believe me, I love myself some Baby Yoda. So, <laughs> you sure um, do. But, so that's up next. I know it's Mandalorian next, and we could do we could do three episodes, three episodes right now yeah. next week. Let's do all the first three, and then catch up and, and go then, in real time, one episode per week. week hey, can I show you something real quick as we leave? Schedule. Yeah. What's we, up? What you got, John? Uh oh. <laughs> Quote. From Rogers and the McAfee show. Since Friday, I made it clear my intention is to play, and my intention is to play for the New York Jets. Oh, wow. He's a Jet. That's his intention. Green Bay. Woo. I'm in Green Bay right now. It might be like a Last of Us. I mean, I'm <laughs> careful when you walk. The I will be very careful walking out this studio today. <laughs> Woo. Be careful. Uh, be careful what you wish for. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like Joel up in this piece. This hey, get out of my way. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, and, and I'm not trying to rub this into Packers fans. I'm not a Packer fan. Sorry, I'm on. Hey, I, I don't know. You're, you're from Minnesota. Yeah, I'm we from know. Minnesota. I can yep. I can help. Don't say that around Gilbert. That's all I'll say. I won't. But be careful. And I know not all Packer fans want this, but yes. be careful what you wish for, because what could easily happen from this point forward is you could become the team searching for a quarterback that's somewhere near the top 10 and it could take years true and perhaps the rest of your life and i'm not i'm not trying to the rest of depending on how old you are yeah the rest of your life to find that quarterback if you ever do again okay yep i mean i'm living proof being a part of the franchise for as long as i have been you know, being a former player and then current player, I played with two. So Bart Starr was the other greatest Packer quarterback. I played with two of the three. So I'm hit. I got a pretty good hitting percentage right there to play, you know, just a few years with Aaron and most of my career with Brett on the field. I mean, there's other great quarterbacks that played in this franchise. Lynn Dickey is one. Um, I know there's a few others out there. But those three is are, when you go to a Wisconsin restaurant, pub, bar, you're going to see those three jerseys up on the wall. You're going to see number, uh, was it was it Barstar? I can't think of it. Twelve? No, it wasn't twelve. That's Rogers Aaron. is twelve. Aaron's is twelve. Uh, uh, Brett's five? four. Five? I think 15. it's five. Fifteen. Fifteen. Was it fifteen? Fifteen. So fifteen. So fifteen for Barstar. Twelve for Brett and four for 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 Brett or twelve for Aaron. Four for Brett. And then every now and then I see one where it has my jersey up number thirty. There's number thirty. My number thirty. Not not John Coon. Not not Coon. Not 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 Will Henderson. Not uh uh one of the older players. I can't think right now of that. So yeah, that's what you see. That's what you see on the wall in a lot of people's homes and restaurants and stuff like that. So I mean, and don't get it twisted. There may be a year down the road where you have. I've seen it. I've seen it with the Vikings. Randall Cunningham had a fantastic year. It was just a random thing. Like there's been other, you'll have quarterbacks maybe in the next 20 years have like these bursts of like two year spans, or you might bring somebody in. Yeah. But I just, if they hit a home run with Eric or with Jordan love, 
is great you know great fantastic but i just don't i just don't know it's gonna be tough it just it, it's the, the numbers the statistics say that that's probably not going to happen mm. like the odds but you never know yeah the house was in your favor for 30 plus years <laughs> like 30 years almost, and now the right? house is going to say hey we want give us our money back <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what Vegas does. Eventually, you you hit it. You hit. They did. The Packers organization hit big with thirty years of great quarterback play. Yeah. Now, it might be that time because it was the eighties. Not just for quarterback play, just for the team in general. It wasn't a great time for the Packers in the eighties, in the seventies too. It was the sixties and the sixties and fifties for then. But so that law, this law might be starting to happen. We don't know. We'll see. But Jordan Love looked good. I'll say that when he played in a few games he played in the last season. So I hope he does well. And I want him to because as an NFL player, you work hard for a lot. Hopefully you can, all that hard work can pay off. So, John, and we had Bear Fan in here. A good day, man. Hey, everyone, have a good day. If you're the first time in here, this is our show. We'll be back next week. You can find me on TikTok or find the show on TikTok on Mind Greens Gamers Lounge. You can find me on Instagram. Twitter and uh, Facebook, Amon Green 30. John, let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, at John Audius Radio on Twitter, J O N A R I A S, at John Cast Podcasts, unless I just delete all my social media. <laughs> because there's a pandemic going on. Another one. <laughs> no, he, he's not. All right, everyone, have a great rest of your day and see you next week. Let's get out of here, Johnny. Uh, 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 uh.